Welcome everybody to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. You guys, we took a little anniversary trip this week. And <laughs> weekend? Day. This weekend day. <laughs> Were we gone even 24 hours? Uh, From the time we left to the time we got back, yes. Exactly 24 hours, I think. But we did not stay there a full 24 hours, I would say. Yeah, we were not in the town. We went to Laurel, Mississippi, which many of you may have heard of, if you have not heard of it. Um, it is a town in, you know, honestly, I don't even know where we were. It's in Mississippi, obviously, but I don't know. Maybe it's not obvious. Um, I don't exactly know. You can probably describe. Is it south of Hattiesburg or north of Hattiesburg? North of Hattiesburg. Okay. So Interstate 59, oh, I think, boy. runs north from Slidell. Like if you left New Orleans to, through Slidell. You'd be on 59. Does it take Stay as long? Stay on to, that, you run into Laurel. Does it take as long to get to Laurel from New Orleans as it does from Mobile? It's probably about the same. Okay. Yeah. So it took us about two hours to get there. We left on Friday afternoon after you guys had exams. And then we stayed. We got there four o'clock, which was right before mm-hmm. everything shut down. It yep. is a standard small town. It takes you, it did, um, without jumping too deep into this, I'm sure you want to talk more about it, but. Um, it definitely had that small town, like old school small town, like things don't open. They're not open 24 hours. Like mm-hmm. nothing's open 24 hours. The, the town shuts down. They close at five or six o'clock and they don't open back up to like eight, eight or nine eight, o'clock. Nine, ten, depending. Yeah. <laughs> depending on if it's breakfast, it's 8 a.m. Um, so I was going to say, many of you probably recognize the name of Laurel because it is, uh, the town that is featured on the HGTV show, Hometown. And um, it just so happens that I have a an equate, equate, acquaintance acquaintance. There's that N in the middle. I can't ever say an acquaintance in um, in Laurel, who's been like, you got to come to Laurel. You got to come to Laurel. So it kind of just so happens that the <laughs> the town has this show that's happening with it. But you and I don't watch the show. Right. Um, I've seen it before. And, yes. And really, like when I'm on. The treadmill or the bike in the morning in the gym. It is usually one of the shows that's on. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but there's a, no sound. Like, I'm just looking. Yeah. So. I think I watched a couple episodes way back in the beginning, like, before they had kids or anything when it was first starting. They've got children now. I do follow Aaron on social media, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I think at the time that they started coming out, um, I was, like, all in on my phase of getting my own show someday. Right. And I think I watched it as a almost like research development kind of a thing, marketing mm-hmm. um, research. Like what are they doing that I could be doing, should be doing kind of? Yeah, because I was trying to make my own show right. in hopes to get someone like HGTV or a pr- production company to look my way. And um, so I was looking kind of at how they were producing the show. And generally, we do not watch those type of shows. I'm sure if I wanted to flick that one in the evening you wouldn't care because yep. typically you and i don't watch tv except for in the evening right before we go to bed it's like eight forty-five, nine right. o'clock even later and we both will fall asleep watching whatever's on i don't i'm not usually interested in getting involved in any kind of like plot yeah. or anything intensive. well then you're not gonna like that show that we tried out last night that you yeah what was it asleep. called the recruit yeah I, I don't even know what it was on the tra- uh netflix I think. Okay. And the Whatever trailer, it was, you turned it on and I was just watching. Yeah, the trailer looked good and it looked like something we would like. It is like. good, but it's it's definitely a uh, mental investment. Yeah, I'm not usually there's some, into there's a lot of like, it's like a spy thing. This guy's in the CIA and 
He's new. He's only like a week on the job. And they're pretty much throwing him to the ringer, and he's learning all this stuff so fast. And you're like having to keep up with characters. It seems a little unrealistic, I would imagine. It's pretty unrealistic. Not what the CIA is like. That they just like, hey, dude, do whatever you want. Yeah, that guy goes to Yemen. He just decides he's going to go to Yemen. Anyway, so we did start watching that last night. I fell asleep within 15 minutes because that's how I watch evening time TV. I'm expected to fall asleep. (laughs) That's how it goes. So, um, anyway, all that to say, we don't. If we're going to choose something to watch in the evening, it's usually going to be some sort of comedy or maybe a documentary, um, but not an not a like a home improvement type show. Yeah. And this sounds well, maybe you'd understand if you heard this, but I know everyone's obsessed with these home improvement shows. We are living in a home improvement show, everyone. Right. Like I'm documenting it constantly on my social media. You and I are actually performing the design in the installs. Um, I perform design and install for my own business every day. And so it's not all that interesting to me to yeah. watch. Like I know they do amazing work and they, they include all these shows include so much of the, the homeowners and their stories and all that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still not enough to get me to, to choose that as my 20 minutes of TV in the evening. Yeah. As sad as that is to say. So our kids watch, uh, one of our kids watches yes. all of that stuff. And yes. she's really into, she's into design. And it's the most exposure that she gets to, like, the quick quick uh, before and after. Yeah. You know? Um, she's getting to see that real, that 30-minute turnover of before and after, which is so satisfying, yeah. as the kids say. Um, so, all that to say, when we went to Laurel, we were going for our anniversary. Basically, um, last year's anniversary, I don't know if we discussed this on the podcast, but it was a major problem. Yeah. Last anniversary. It was our 15th Um Big time problem. So I think you learned a lesson there and we're like, we probably should do something for each anniversary. It might be important to her. So you planned a trip. I think you asked me where do you want to go or we started discussing well, it. Well, actually, we were not supposed to do this as our anniversary trip. We were supposed to go in like March or April. Or oh, that's right. Yes. I don't even know why. There at, was something. Well, the art museum. So again, I have a friend there. Here's the thing about me. I don't want to plan a trip. I'm not Mm -hmm. good at planning trips. I don't know what's happening in the towns. I'm not good at it. And so a huge part to me was that I know someone in Laurel who was like, you should go here, 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 and here. You should stay here. You should eat here. Pop into this shop. You'll love it. I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I want is for someone to just tell me what to do. And it's a small place. So when you do it, you feel like you've done it all. It's not like New York City where it's like there's a gajillion things to choose from. There's very few things to choose from, but... It's nice to hear it from a local what what to do. Yeah. So she gave us that list, but back in the spring, I think it was, they had a guitar um, exhibit, exhibit mm-hmm. at the local art um, what do you call it art museum. Yeah. And we were going to go to that because you're into guitars. We're not really into art museums so much. That's no, not really not our jam. Um, but we thought, well, if we're going to be in Laurel, that's one thing that we could definitely do sure. and see. And so. Uh, we didn't end up making it for some. I think I got COVID. I think we got COVID. Is what happened. That Maybe. is what happened. I don't know. Not diagnosed, but I was sick, sick, sick. You don't remember that? Not really. I, I mean, was, I, I remember there. We were planning to go, and then kind of last little bit. It was you and I. And, well, we both got sick, and we had planned the trip for some weekend. And I remember it was like I still wasn't really feeling up. I was still getting over it, Mm -hmm. whatever it was. And so we just didn't go. And that was months and months ago. And um, so we're like, well, we'll just do it for our anniversary. Yeah. 
So we went this last weekend. And again, from Mobile, it's two hours. It was very much like, I felt like we did everything. We we came, we conquered, we saw. <laughs> and it, we came, we saw, And it was time conquered. to go home. Gosh, I just knocked the wire, sorry. Um, and then it was time to go home. So it was a really nice just day trip. Yeah. You don't even have to stay overnight if you don't want. You could leave in the morning from where we are. And it wasn't a long drive either. So like, it's enough time to where you get to spend some time together, talk about life but not so long that it's like all right when are we gonna be there yeah not eight or ten hours or something like i don't even think we turned the radio on the entire time we didn't we didn't just talk the whole time yeah we sat in silence not not in silence but like radio silence yeah um and we talked the whole time about various things and then we got there in the evening it was about four o'clock when we got there by the way just to back up Hmm. that is why we started the podcast like the fact i don't and i know a lot of people have told us this before but we drove two hours there, talked the entire time. Mm-hmm. Drove two hours back, talked the entire time. Like that is why we. That's why we do this podcast. I mean, we like each other. We do. It's crazy. We, like, we like to other. talk to each other too about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> There's always something going on that we probably shouldn't be discussing in front of kids, adulty type things. Right. We always just have to hold it back until they're not around. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't do a very good job of that. <laughs> I, know. I know we don't. <laughs> the kids know way too kids, much say stuff that they shouldn't say that they're not supposed to know but they're <laughs> constantly eavesdropping <and laughs> we have a few sets of ears in the house that are finely t- tuned to any yes. time that we don't want them to hear something and they're definitely yeah. listening on so, purpose like they, yeah they know we're talking about something juicy or yeah <laughs> something, or they just want to know because they know certain names or certain whatever yeah so um our experience was uh, that we stayed above in an Airbnb above um, a bakery called Sweet Somethings. And there was, I guess, I think four rooms above it. Mm-hmm. And that's how it used to be. Back in the day, downtown areas, including our own in Mobile, used to be shot below and the family would live above. Right. It's just how it was. Yeah. Um, and so it feels like that same old, um, you know, downtown living and dining and all that situation and right. shopping. Of course, it's modernized now. And um, so, y- you know, you have a bakery for breakfast or whatever. And then there's a coffee shop. It's like everything is its own individual thing. It is not right. Walmart. You right. know, there's no yeah. Walmart where it's like you can get all the things. There's, it's not even really like a strip mall situation. Like you, we had to walk. We were staying at the bakery or above the bakery. And then oh, we didn't walk because we were cold. But <laughs> it was maybe like two or three blocks. Yeah, to, to go the get coffee, coffee shop, and then another two or three blocks to where we the shops that we wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. So it's all walking. I mean, it's the entire downtown area is probably like twelve blocks, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it's that many. Yeah, but there's like a couple of main drags, and they're they kind of intersect with each other. Yeah, so it's it's real easy. Like you could hit everything within walking distance. What I thought was really neat about it. And I kept asking people because, again, I do know people there. I know one of the shop owners. Um, there's a couple of people who follow me on Instagram who were like, oh, my gosh, you're coming to Laurel. I hope I see you. And then we did see them, yeah. which was really cool. It just seems like the kind of place it is where it's like they weren't looking for us right. and we weren't looking for them. They were out and about in their car. and was like, hey, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> like I just got out off of, you know, I was cooking stuff for Christmas, baking for Christmas and decided to pop over here to the store. I'm not even dressed and I saw you kind of a thing. Anyway, the thing that I kind of thought was cool was that um despite the the popularity of the show, it felt still small. 
it, it was obvious that all of those stores have to be supported by some sort of tourism. Sure. Because there's no way in a, uh, I think they said total Laurel, Mississippi is 17,000 people, which is very small. Yeah, that is small. And so um, all the shops and things, you know, that, that size town cannot support as many shops as they have. Right. Yeah. And so it's obvious that they are being supported to a large extent by the tourism that's been brought mm-hmm. forth by the show, which is wonderful. Um, but there weren't that many people there. So people must come... It's just, I guess, I, I haven't been to Waco, Texas, which is home of, um, gosh, what's that? Uh, Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper, yes. Yeah. With um, Chip and Joanna Gaines. I've never been there, and so I don't know what the actual atmosphere and feel is like. Mm-hmm. But we have a small town here, Fairhope, Alabama. Yeah. And I would say it was much less busy than Fairhope as far as the number of people out, the hustle and the bustle and all that, it didn't feel rushed at all. And I really liked that about it. I thought that when we showed up, it would be busier than Fairhope because of all the tourism. And I actually asked several people, is is this just the time of year when you guys aren't super busy or is it always like this kind of speed? And they said, it's always this kind of speed. And they're like, oh, we'll see people. You know, they they were talking it up, which is great. They're like, there's people from Ontario and there's people from Oregon and people come from California and England. And they were naming all these different places, but they didn't say, you know, this time of year, it's super, um, super busy. There was, they have a festival there. I think it's like called a Loblolly Festival or something like that, where I think a lot of people come in. But I didn't get the impression that it's that nuts ever. Right. And I would say on the weekend that we went, it seemed pretty busy. There was um, some show the the night that we got there. Yeah, Charlie there was like Brown a downtown theater mm-hmm. thing, and there was but there was there was an American Idol person who was Taylor Hicks. Yes, who I think is from there or close to there somewhere. Maybe, he was performing in the in the play or whatever, and it that seemed like there were a couple of events that, and then that next morning there was some sort of like caroling in the central right. park kind of thing let's just say this we had no issues finding parking spots no we did not have you didn't have to wait in a line anywhere although we did have to wait in a line for dinner because the restaurant did not open until 5 p.m right. so that's how specific it's like um it i don't know it's funny it makes you feel like mobile is some sort of big city and it's not right but the difference is is obvious and mm-hmm. um it was really nice to take a, just a slow down a bit of a slow down and not worry well, too much yes and no because we wake up so early we're like man when's breakfast oh they don't open eight. till eight that the very bakery we're staying above yeah. i remember we got our key and everything to our room and the lady said i'll be here at eight and i well, thought she's like, i'm closing the doors at six uh-huh so you'll have to use your key after six i'll be back at eight and i'll be back at eight it's like i thought it's kind of late okay some other people just open the bakery right. before you no their door they do not open Right. until 8. And so um, we did not get breakfast until 8 a.m., which was it's a struggle a struggle a for us. A struggle for us. Coffee didn't come till 8.30, 8.45. Yeah. And then, you know, shops don't open until 9, which we ended up going to the Mercantile, which is famous on the show. I think it was open mm-hmm. because of the show. There's several businesses that were probably created just because of the show. The Mercantile, Laurel Mercantile is what it's called, Scotsman & Co., which I don't know if he was in business before the show or not. Like, I don't know the history on that. If he was already in business yeah. making this stuff and it's just more popular now. Um, and then the third place is the most recently opened. It is the Scent Library is what it's called. And it's basically like yeah, candles and potpourri. That was a very unique store. <laughs> just because it was, it was a very specific store. Like very, very specific. It's mm-hmm. a store that is 
basically just sells smells. Smells, yeah, yeah. candles and fragrances, soaps, probably sprays. I didn't see any soaps. A lot there were a lot of candles. Yeah, it's mostly um, scent like room scents. I don't know if there's even sprays there or anything. I don't know. But their merchandise it just, really again, it just seemed very specific for a shop. I guess. Yeah. But was, I don't know. I think that um, just kind of going around the town, you kind of got the sense that when we went to the museum, they gave a history of the town, and basically the history of the town is that it's in this area where they produced lumber, and at one point they were the largest or most prolific, might be the best word, lumber city in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world. In the world, yeah. And that's how the city kind of started. That's how the downtown area popped up and all the houses and... You know, people were there. That's where it, where it started. It wasn't. Isn't that crazy that a town pops up around an industry? But I guess that's always how That's how, it how they always work, yeah. And then it looked like it maybe the town died down. Um, and then this show has kind of brought it back. But not mm-hmm. back so much that it's over-commercialized. Like, it very much had a very, uh, like, a homey feel to it. Without, yeah. It's not like a commercial feel. Yeah. Whereas we've been to other towns um, that have been... Very overly commercialized. Do you want to name one? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Helen, you... Georgia. Oh. <laughs> we went there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know, like three, four years ago. It was before COVID. I know that much. Yeah. And we took the kids and it was like one of these Southern Living Magazines must see places mm-hmm. in the South. And you went there. It's like, this is a dang tourist trap. Like, yeah. Everything was made for the tourist. It was cheesy McCheese cheese. But I I will tell you that anytime people like because I'm on all these Facebook pages um, and people will ask for advice for various things and one of them is I you know I need a, the parameters of I need a place that I can go for just like two or three nights something and Helen Georgia's pretty close ish it's like Atlanta sure kind of yeah, adjacent right, so right. it's close ish to Mobile and there's a ton of people who will suggest it so there's plenty of people who yeah. love Helen Georgia I don't know why we didn't like it so much, but we really well, didn't like, it's like it. It's two of the things you just named. Like you couldn't find parking anywhere in that town. Like there was so packed. And I don't think it was because there was like a special weekend. No. As far as I know. Like it was just a regular In fact it was um out of season, I remember, because we couldn't do zip lining or yep. any kind That's of right. Activities because the park was essentially shut down for the season. We went right. during the winter, I think. Sometime. We went during spring break. Oh, and spring so I break. Think okay. It was going to open in a couple of weeks, kind of thing. Um, and so, but it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't fully open. But when we went into the town, it was. We just hated it so much. Like, had to get out. We were supposed to spend the night there. We canceled our room mm-hmm. and got the heck out. I think we spent one night there. But we it was did. spring break. We were supposed to spend like three or four nights there. Yeah. And we I hated spent it a one, lot. And we like, you know, walked around, looked around. We we did some of the hiking and stuff. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Up to Ruby Falls. Yeah. We stayed in Unicoi Park was where we stayed in one of the barrel cabins. And we had planned to like just settle in and spend a few days there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nothing well, was part open. of it was, the, yeah, like half the park was closed down. That's on us for not knowing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, if, um, if I had done some planning and research, I would have known that. But I don't right. do those things. I'm like... Right. As far as I go is, here's where we're going to stay. This is a park near the place where we want to go. Well, here's the other thing. I remember that, you know, we stayed in one of these cabin deals. And when we went to check in, you check in at like the lodge, which is basically a hotel. Mm-hmm. 
and it was pretty clear that there were tons of rooms in the hotel area. And you were like, last minute, like, should we just stay here in this lodge deal and not? Yeah. Not in the barrel in cabin. In the barrel cabin. I was like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's probably a price difference, all kind of different stuff. So. Yeah, we were very un. Okay, so anyway, Laurel is not like that. Not at all. It's not touristy. It's not. Um, I remember Helen was like, everything was like a souvenir shop with yes. keychains and people's names on them. Yeah. And Laurel's not that. Not at all. So we were very pleasantly surprised. I, I honestly didn't. I didn't go with any expectations of what it was going to be. I had no idea. A lot like Helen Georgia. Yeah. Um. But I'm very disappointed with Southern Living for putting it into their magazine. As well, if I wonder if Laurel's in there now. Because, like, of the two, and Maybe. it depends. Like, if you have kids, well, really, neither place was great for kids, other than the state park would have been good for kids if everything was opened. Yeah. Okay. So, I will say that you and I went together for our anniversary to Laurel. I don't know that the kids, like, if we had been, if we had brought kids with us, they would have hated it. We would have been miserable, probably. Yes. There was a lot of walking around and popping into this shop and. Let's go check this out and go look at this building. Just like, go look at this building just because it... Oh, look at that architecture. Look how yes, cool that right. kids ain't interested. Not at all. They do have little things for... Like, if you lived there, they do have little opportunities. There's like, if you were at a restaurant, there's like a little sound park to the side where yes. people can hit a xylophone right. and stuff like that. But generally, at least the downtown area is not... It's it shops. Well, we would have had to do some homework. Like, we would have had to go to that play or whatever. It was Friday night. And then that next day, there was, like, the caroling in the park. We Like, we would have had to make time to go I don't to want things. to go, And I don't want to go to any of those things. That's not what I want to do when I go places. <laughs> so, it sounds like, to me, I should just vacation forever without children. Does that sound good? Well, or <laughs> we'll just have to always go to Callaway, where the kids are taken, <laughs> and they do their thing, kid-friendly stuff, and we do the grown-up stuff. It's... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like you're just, for me, it's like you're forced to find something for the kids to do. And it's not really what they would want to do. Like, do the kids really want to go watch people caroling in the park? Probably not. Probably, I mean, but it's better than walking into antique shops. Probably, yeah. But still, it's all not great. You know what I mean? I, right. I don't want it to all just be flatline. I want it to just, because then they complain. There's going to be complaints, and right. I'm even more miserable than I was before. Right. Just, well, the two-hour card ride would not have been very, as peaceful as it was oh, had gosh. we had them. Kids. Uh, I know. They ruin. They really do ruin everything. <laughs> we <laughs> love them so much, but holy mackerel, it is nice to just do something else that's not. I mean, we take that vacation every summer at Callaway, and it is 100% for them. Yes. Speaking of, uh, so we were at the after mass today, we were talking with some friends of ours who have small children. And they were talking about how their last vacation that they went on, they drove to Miami. Yikes. Got on a cruise, cruised for, well, I don't know, three or four days. That's good. And then drove back. And they got back. They're like, it was not a vacation. <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was work. It's it a w- family trip. Everyone say yeah. it together. If you have children on a any kind of trip, it is a family trip, not a vacation. Yeah. A vacation is not with children, not small children, and not even until they get to be probably full adults because even our children who can take care of themselves are still in that, like, bickering and fighting mode. Yes, They're about in, everything. About everything. It's like they just can't let it die. They can't let any kind of thing get by where they're not nitpicking and just tit for tat. It just drives me nuts. So imagine that for however many hours. Which was so funny to- because we got in the car last night um, so last night we had our first of many Christmases <laughs> and, um, all of my siblings or a lot of my siblings were there 
And we get in the car, and our oldest says to me, I hope I have a great relationship with my siblings when I'm older. Because, <laughs> like, she sees how me and my uh-huh. brothers and sisters get along, and mm-hmm. I guess she... They'll be fine. I think they will, too. I They're going to be great. It was... That relationship was built through a lot of hardships. <laughs> And by hardships, you mean throwing stereo systems onto their backs and kicking them with things and probably stabbing them with things. Playing football games in the backyard till someone's broken or bleeding or crying or all of the above. I do think our children are nicer to each other than I ever was with my siblings and you probably were ever with your siblings. sure. They gripe and complain and stuff, but they're so helpful to each other when they need it and they really are nice to each other at the end of the day. We were not. We we probably had our moments. (laughs) Our moments of peace, but yeah, for a lot of it, it's, I mean, we think our kids bicker a lot. They don't fight nearly as much as we used Y'all to. Y'all literally like fist fought, right? Yeah, we had some rules, like you can't punch in the face, and it was really more oh. wrestling. I would say it was more, a lot of wrestling. First rule of fight club, is that what it is, that situation? Nah, I mean, you just don't punch in the face. That's a very personal thing to do. It's so funny how boys have rules like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, you if you're punching in the face, that's like you're you're fighting to destroy the other person, kind of. Whereas a lot of times when, when you're, you're mad, you're mad. What difference does it make? Well, because you're just trying to get your frustration out. You know, like I would rather <laughs> put this person in a submission and they're like, all right, all right, I'll stop. It's like, yeah, that's right. You will stop. <laughs> you grew up with a bunch of brothers. I have one brother and he's 10 years younger. So yeah. the house was not the same. You know, girls, we just... Like, it's just talking and screaming and yelling and getting mad. There was that, too. There's a lot of that. Not a lot of physical altercations. Although, one of my sisters and I did fight one time. She's much older than me. And she's listening to this right now, knowing it's her. Do you remember it? Fight, fight. Mm hmm. Kicking, punching. (sighs) Or more wrestling. Like what we. Hair Um, pulling? No, we didn't pull hair. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't Again, think that's I, a personal. It's like I don't the face think punch. I even thought to do that. The hair pull and the face hair. punch very similar moves. I think it's more one of those like give me that back. No, you give me that back, and it's like you just kind of you tackle them down yeah. to the ground trying to get it. Yeah, it's wrestling. Yeah. yeah, that's how I would say most of our most of our fights were <laughs> wrestling. There's, there's single children listening to this right now, like appalled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you're playing football in the backyard and. And, you know, someone pushes you into the fence and you're like, that wasn't cool. You should have tackled me. That and feels so, like, very specific. Yes. Well, usually sometimes it was a fence. Sometimes it might have been a concrete chair or the concrete ground itself. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm going to get you back. And so on the next play, it's a little dirtier. And the next play is a little dirtier. And then. And then your mom comes running even, out with a shoe. No, I think she, she was just probably. I think she was probably upstairs looking out the window watching. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least they'll be tired when they come inside. <laughs> that is true. It kind of let you get all your aggressions out. We had and we had like these unspoken rules. Like, if you got hurt, you didn't go inside because if you went inside crying, you would get my parents involved. And some of y'all almost died because you wouldn't tell your parents that something had happened. Like, yeah, who, because if you get them involved, you've escalated. We've now gone to a tier two escalation. You know, it would be a tier three um, escalation. Someone died. Yes, that would that would really escalate things, and so you had to you had to kind of weigh your options. Death you know? or possible <laughs> spanking right now. This person's bleeding. 
Not even I think bleeding. they're still okay. Was it y'all or was it your dad that tells the story of letting somebody choke? On it something? was my sister. Yeah, so we had. I think it was both of y'all. Like your dad let one of his brothers choke. Yes, he did. Also, <coughs> we did not. We and you let one of your sisters choke. As the phrase goes, those who fail to learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. We repeated history because when my dad was younger, they were fooling around or they were getting into candy or whatever they weren't supposed to. And his youngest brother started choking on a hard piece of candy. And instead of getting An my adult. grandfather involved mm-hmm. or my grandmother involved, they're like, well, if he gets caught with that candy, we're in trouble. <laughs> so it's Darwin, you know? So you figured, well, we'll just see what happens. Darwinism. You know? Yeah. And so the same thing happened with us. We had uh, some sour lemon candy with like it was lemon when you're at that age yeah where you're like how how sour can we take you know <laughs> this is hot this is super sour anyway my little sister got one she wasn't supposed to so that's on her uh, oh, okay. and yeah she started choking we're like well we're not supposed to have this candy either so should we go tell on ourselves so what ended up happening or i think we eventually were like well she's not gonna live if we <laughs> <laughs> if we don't go tell somebody so I think we told my dad, she's choking, and by the time he got there, she was like blue, pretty much. Oh, gosh. Anyway, she lived. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> it I, was fine. I don't think we got in trouble. I think you, you didn't? He was so scared? Yeah, I think like you, you know, you push it past the point where you get in trouble. Mm. So you learned a very valuable lesson. No, I Just don't let think people we did. Choke. I think it was one of those. Here's the thing. I'm the third child. I didn't make any of those decisions. I'm not a part of that decision-making process. <laughs> There's a hierarchy of decision-making when you have that many siblings. And my oldest brother made 99% of the decisions. He was saying, we're not doing anything. You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Yeah, so I'm sure there was probably a council meeting of me and my younger Meanwhile, siblings. your sister's choking. Like, I, I can... think we should. And he's like, no, we're not. We're going to get busted. You're like, yeah, he's right. We're all going to get busted. <laughs> But she's not doing well. She's not going <laughs> to... I don't think this is going to resolve itself. That's a very quick conversation. This girl's turning blue within 10 seconds we of joking. We probably like thing. patting her on the back like, you got this. You need some water. <laughs> Eventually, it'll melt in her throat. Just... Yeah, maybe. She, I don't whatever. know. Anyway, uh, that was what was always so funny about that was that those rules applied. Again, my oldest brother made all those decisions because he was the oldest. But if it was ever him... In that situation, all the rules were out the window. Oh, really? He'd run directly to your yeah, parents? Yeah, we were not allowed. If if you got injured and you were crying, like, we would tackle you. Like, don't you dare go inside and tell. That's like stepbrothers. Don't they do that on stepbrothers? Where it's like, I'm going to go tell mom. And he, like, yeah. tackles them yes. so he can't crawl forward. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Yes. Y'all are so ridiculous. But if my older brother ever, if that ever happened to him, he was... There's no stopping him. There was no stopping him. Mean, we couldn't stop him. He was bigger and stronger than us. Like we couldn't stop Are him. Are you calling him a crybaby? Is he a crybaby? Oh, hypocrite might be a better word. Uh, <laughs> I remember that one. I don't know if it was Christmas or what. My mom got us a bunch of dart guns. That you talk about on somebody that was on her. Little, Why would she? They do were that? like little Nerf guns, whatever. Y'all can find a way to be destructive with anything. Anyway. So she's like, if you shoot anyone in the eye, they sing, I'm taking these things up. Well, of course, it's not five minutes later before someone gets shot in the eye. And again, had it been one of the younger siblings, too bad. Mm-hmm. You just got shot in the eye. You're going to deal with it. But it wasn't. 
<laughs> it was my older brother. <laughs> and he gets shot in the eye, and he's mad. And we're trying, no, 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 don't do it. We're, we're going to get the guns taken away. We're going to get spanked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably all of the above, truthfully. Didn't matter. He went straight upstairs. My mom took all the guns, threw them away. Has he learned this lesson? I mean, he's 40, over 40 years old at this yeah. point, so... You just don't know because you haven't had direct. Yeah, we haven't we haven't had these issues. You don't have to tell mom anymore. He's a grown man, right? All of y'all are grown men. But I remember like the disappointment we had in him. Like, are you serious? (laughs) Had this been us, (laughs) yeah, we would be down here with a bleeding eyeball and just dealing with it. Like maybe someone would have snuck up and got an ice pack for us. As the as the Michael Scott from the office says, "Oh, how the turntables." Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Anyway, I think we fished those things out of the trash can after my mom threw them away. If she'd really wanted them gone, she would have thrown them away good. But she paid a lot of money for y'all That's to exactly all have... That's exactly what she did. I mean, like, now that I'm on the other side of that, I think she threw them away. She, she had probably, to demonstrate... She probably laid them on top of the trash yes. can. She had like, to. F- they'll find them. She had to follow through with her threat to throw them away. Right. And then... But we would she, be more careful next time. Right, because she paid for them. Because and, we aim so precisely that we do not to shoot right. at the face. <laughs> and, yeah. The ner- Nerf guns are expensive. <laughs> They're like really dumb expensive, in my opinion, for yeah. what they are. Yeah, they are. Like you can get one... For they're like a hundred dollars, some of them. Oh, yeah. If you got a really, really like I would they say make they something s- like battery powered, fully yeah. automatic kind of thing. I would say they start at thirty dollars. Yeah. I mean you can the cheap, cheap ones are probably like fifteen dollars that they shoot like one at a time kind but of I, thing. Yeah, but I feel like you get this at the dollar store. Like yeah. the fact that they ch- they charge fifteen dollars for them seems nuts to me. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So we're crawling ever closer to Christmas, which I'm still like struggling to get gifts together. I don't know what's happening. Well, so we made a list the other day of all the gifts that we got for the kids. And if you've been around for a while, you know that we do the want, need, wear, read. And so we, I, I, made, um, I made a nice little spreadsheet. I'm very liberal with those categories. Handwritten <laughs> spreadsheet that I made. We worked out all the details. And when Catherine thought we had it figured out, she decided to tear up. spreadsheet we got this in the trash in a million pieces and and then today and today we're like wait what's who's getting what and i'm like i don't know we had a spreadsheet (laughs) someone ripped it up we figured it back out again maybe i don't know if we did or not there's still a hole somehow we're missing Uh, one and we were squared away here's how it all got messed up here's so i basically get the kids christmas list from them and i will hand items out gift items out to individual family members i know are purchasing them gifts so that i know that it's being distributed equally and they'll get all the gifts on their list etc and so forth and whatnot well i made a boo-boo and i forgot that i had given a gift idea to one person Mm -hmm. but also kept it on my own list Mm -hmm. and bought that same thing and so um, when he opened up that item last night at the, our very first Christmas opening, I was like, oh, snap. All the jangle blocks just fell. Yep. All the t- We looked at each other like, what <laughs> is that? How did she? I looked at I looked at your aunt and said, um, did I tell you to get that for him? She's like, yes, because I couldn't find the other thing. Basically, I'd right. given her another idea. Right. 
And it was too complicated for her. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was oddly specific for a kid gift that if you don't have kids or that age, so you're not kind of keeping up with what these things are. I don't know what it is. I can tell you that. But he put it on his list and right. I looked it up and I couldn't figure out what it was. Anyway, she was trying to figure out. So finally she messaged me and she said, I can't, I can't do this. I said, I'll give you another idea. So I gave her the idea, but I forgot I gave her the idea. And she got it, and he opened it last night. And I was like, oh, crud. I already bought that and have it on his list of four gifts. Mm -hmm. Because we only get them four. So we had to reevaluate some things. Shuffle some things around. Which, if we had the spreadsheet, we could have just looked at the spreadsheet and made some adjustments. I'm not even going to feel guilty about ripping it up. I have decided, you guys, I'm 40 Almost. You're not 40 yet. You're 40. I'm 40. <laughs> I be, can say that. I'll be 40 soon, and I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't care what well, people think. Well, here's the nice thing. They're they're getting to the age, at least the older two are, they're getting to the age where, like, getting Christmas gifts, like, they don't really care what they get. I mean, I'll say they've this. Never they've never cared. They've gotten to the point where they're asking for clothes. Yeah. You know, like, they're, they don't want toys necessarily or... Those kind of like the younger two still very much want mm-hmm. toys and dolls and you know those kind of things, but the older two are like I don't know, I, I could use a new pair of jeans yeah or I need some jewelry they've never or, cared a ton about right. Christmas gifts honestly but they're they're very um, blessed at Christmas through various family members who who give freely of their time and money with them yep. and so yep. They have they have no shortage of gifts, right. not just from us, but from other family. But do you do you feel that a uh, forty year old don't care, or you probably never cared before? Maybe it's more about of a woman Christmas, thing. Christmas, or what are we talking about? No birthday. I'm switching back subject. Sorry, I've never cared about my birthday. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> holy Moses. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> yeah, is anyone else following my trail right now? Um, no, I'm going back to the idea that, like, for example. Some people are going to be not. There's probably a lot of women. Do we have mostly women listeners? Probably. I think so. Yeah. We were in the coffee shop in Laurel, Mississippi, and I looked down to the side of my chair, and a feminine hygiene product has fallen out of my pocket mm-hmm. and onto the floor of the coffee shop where it's big. You know exactly what that thing is when it falls out. Right. And lots of people walking around in there. And I looked. I wouldn't say lots. There might have been four other people in that coffee shop. I don't know if anybody saw it or not. All I know is I looked down, I saw it, and I was like, Oh, well, all right. I just picked it up, stuck it back in my pocket. Right. There's no, like, cover me, bro. I don't yeah. care. Someone cause a distraction so I can pick this yes. up. And put it in my yes, yes. Don't care. I no longer <laughs> care. I just, have you, do you think you've changed that feeling at all? I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've ever cared as much as other people care. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hitting a new level of really don't care. I've discovered. I, I don't just, know that I've been real high on the care level. Keep in mind, I am the guy that used to wear sweatpants until you made me stop wearing sweatpants in public. That's true. Do you think so, you still wear sweatpants to I'm events? I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> but would I wear them out in public like I used to? I don't think that you would have moved to like a slim leg pant. I don't think that you would have. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel like one of your brothers in particular is still living the life that you would be living if you were still dressing he your own definitely self. definitely is. Mm-hmm. There's like a pleat. You got a pleat in the front of your pant. <laughs> you have a cuff, and you have, yeah, like sh- like not straight leg, but like I don't even know what it is. But Thomas Aaronsberg wears a slim cut shirt, a slim cut pant. You have flat front pants. You don't have a cuff. You have a nice suit. Yeah. It's tailored. 
Um, All because of you. I'm really? not sure I any mean, of that would have happened. It would not. You've brought me to that level. You'd be wearing like, I don't know. Well, you would have just married somebody else and they would have figured it out for you. Your brother's not married. And right. so he doesn't have anyone to help figure him out and he doesn't care. Right. So. Yeah. I think I think another would have, woman would have brought you into the 21st century. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. For my sake. For what sake? I don't know. You're right. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you said you didn't care. <laughs> I don't. You, I mean, you. I mean, it sounds like you only wear the clothes because I want you to wear them because you really don't care. Well, I know that they look nice. Do you like how you look in them? It's like men's warehouse commercial. You're going to like the way you look? Yeah. I think so. Would I have noticed the difference on my own? Probably not, though. What do you mean? Well, like, I would have just kept buying the same kind of pants that I always bought, you know? Yeah, you don't think that... And now you're like, hey, wear these pants. And I put those on, I'm like, oh, yeah, these look nice. So I I'm going to start wearing pants like this. That's probably more than half of men, don't you think? Or, I have no idea. Or they know that, like, their look could be improved or updated, and they'll go seek help for that, maybe? Sure, right. Could be. Which I could see you doing. You're a research guy. I could see you being, like... But I'm not the, let me try something new... On my own kind of thing, like if I don't know, maybe I am. You read all kinds of books and do all kind, make all kinds of personal changes in your life for your own sake. Yeah, maybe, but is clothes maybe one of them? I have no idea. You do it with your diet. You'll like research and figure out what yeah. to. I don't know, so maybe, but in terms of like caring, you know, like what you're talking about, I don't know that I've ever really cared very deeply about stuff that um didn't matter maybe well doesn't matter is very relative yeah what matters to some people is not important to other people yeah so there's lots of things that you think don't matter but other people do that's true or you think matter and i don't you got lots of those yeah so yeah i don't know i don't know how to answer your question because um we just have different things that we care about i've I guess. just yeah i've just noticed like i've, I've become more aware of like what I would have done in certain instances maybe five years ago. And now I'm like, meh. And I'm like, it must just be age. You know, it must just come yeah. with age. Well, I mean, it's ex- the experiences you've had. You probably put a lot of work into something and then either nobody cared or. Oh, that might be the explanation of my life. Yeah. Lots of effort into things that people don't care about. If put well, it like on they didn't notice, you know, ple- like you yeah. put a lot of work into it. and Put that on every mother's tombstone ever. Yeah. Put sure. lots of work in. No one gave a heck. One yeah. heck. Christmas yeah. photos. Yeah, Most. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just, you have, at this point, probably hundreds of those experiences. And you're like, you know what? I don't care. I think it's the def- defining factor in any mother's life. You do a whole lot of things that no one notices and no one cares about. But yeah. you do them anyway. That's what true love is. Because when I look back at photos of our kids from when they were little and they were dressed so cute. Yeah. And I did such a good job and now they dress like hobos. Which is so funny. I, I didn't tell you this it's story funny, the other day. Really. Um, it is. You'll find you'll appreciate this. Our oldest daughter said something about when I have kids, I'm gonna dress them they the just the right way. They're gonna look so cute every time I dress them. She said that? Yes. Uh-huh. And I was like, How the turntables Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you used to fight me on all those outfits that I would put you in. Yeah. I do it myself. Yeah. Myself. My do it. My do it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And at some point, I gave up. Our last child outfits hot mess. So this morning, <gasps> I know she wore the like. I have clothes for her to wear. Yes. So she came downstairs wearing that dress already, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's very cold outside. You need to go put on something underneath it." So she goes upstairs. She calls for me. I come up. I was like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for my jeans. I was like, you're not wearing jeans under this. <laughs> this, this is, a, this is, is the dress she wore to Christmas last year, by the right. way. Like, this is not what goes underneath that. I said, do you have any tights? I've looked for tights. I can't find any. Well, of course. She looked for them, so she couldn't find them. So I look, and I found the ones that she ended up wearing. I was like, how about these? I don't think you've ever worn these before, mm-hmm. which is always a big X. Like, if it's something she's never worn... I'm not it's gonna say, just, it's not going to work out. I'm not going to say she has sensory issues, but between her and one of our other kids, it's like everything has to be tight. Yes. Well, so I pulled them out. I was like, look how glittery these are. These are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they I, were sparkly silver tights. I think tights. I sold her on how sparkly. I was like, it's sparkly just like your dress. Well, she looks so very she cute. Tried it. She tried it and she liked it, which <sighs> I was very nervous when I pulled it. I was like, she's never worn these before. Uh-huh. This is probably what needs to go, but it's not probably going to happen. We're going to end up with jeans by the end of this argument. Yeah, so I was very happy. She looked very put together, which is unlike what she normally looks like when she yep. goes to church. And I have let it go. Yep. I would say that our oldest at that age was wearing what I told her to wear. Yes. Um, and our youngest is just hot mess. But I did go through their clothes today and eliminated over half of them. And I'm going to start building back some... I'm going to make more of an effort to... Um, only bring in stuff that I mean if it's not in her drawer she can't wear it if it's not hanging right. on her hanger she can't wear it so right. essentially eliminating the things that I don't want her to even discover right. to put on her body because that's what she'll do she will wear tie dye with stripes with whatever which some people are like that's her self expression you like, guys no, it's really more of a laziness thing it's like that yeah. was on top it's yeah. the way that I dress like if that was the shirt that was on top and the pants that was on top that's what I'm wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't really care what I look like, and these are appropriate for the climate. <laughs> it's hot. We're wearing shorts. It doesn't yes. matter what they look like. Right. I can't tell you how many times I wear orange on orange, and you're just like, you get on your body, you're like, don't look right, but we're going with it. Well. And throw some shoes on, we're out the door. You've gotten better. There's only certain circumstances. I, have, I, I do pay a little closer attention to make sure the colors don't match so much. Because I realize. You've been told. <laughs> well, I just realized, you know, wearing black shirt with black shorts. I wore that the other day. I wore a long sleeve black shirt with jeans and black yeah, but boots. Then you layer it with something so there's some color. And the kids were like, "Why do you look like a ninja?" Yeah, and I was like, "Because I am one." But yeah, mm-hmm. you just layer things. Whatever. Anyway, I don't do all that. So. <laughs> So anyway, I'm never. I'll just change my shorts into a different color, so I know I'm not correct. I don't have to layer something else. That's right. Anyway, so I've gone through all their clothes. I'm. I always make an effort at the end of the year to do that because it's Christmas and and toys too. Yeah, I think you said you're gonna do that tomorrow. I always take off the last week of the year and the first week of the year because I end up spinning my wheels anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, as far as work is concerned. And so um, I probably will spend some of that time doing the playroom. But it's nice to do it before Christmas so that it's already cleaned out because we're going to have an influx. Now, the influx of clothing and stuff is going to be less and less. It is. You know, there's less toys. There's less stuff. Um, But still, they get stuff throughout the year at school, like just junk. Trinkets and whatnot. Just junk. 
and little awards for things and good behavior and just like little, yeah. I don't know. Like it's they, just junk. It's just junk. Mm-hmm. And I, I just hate throwing stuff away like from the wasteful perspective. Like right. if it's at the dollar store, that's all a bunch of junk. It can stay in the dollar store, but it comes home and I've got a hundred of them. And it's like, like it, this is all going to go in a landfill and I hate that. But right. what am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. Cause nobody else wants it. Like I think even if you donate it, yeah. they would not want it either. Well, I'm specifically thinking this one quote unquote toy it came from a dollar store. It was a cash register, like the tray of a cash register. Mm-hmm. So it's got like the coins that go with it and the tray and right. the cash and all that stuff. It is like a thousand pieces. Right. I don't want that at my house. And so it's going to go in a landfill. And I hate that. I cannot give it to the dollar store. I mean, back to the Goodwill or whatever. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't want it. I don't want it. It just feels... And so throwing things away feels bad to me. Not Not because I feel bad about getting rid of them like... I'm very happy to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But the feeling of knowing it's going to go into a trash truck, into the landfill is like, oh, it just gives me a little pang. Yeah. Pang of pain Yeah, to even think I about it. That. Same thing with, well, I guess clothes can go. Clothes will probably break yeah. down. Well, fine. I mean, the clothes that's bad, you just, I don't know if you threw it away or not. but If they're overly stained or if they're specific sure. to our family, like um, your brother made... Graduation, yeah, graduation shirts right. for your nephew and like we wore those that day and that was right. precious but well, those, they don't fit anymore and we don't need to keep them right. and no one else needs the class specific with your uh, nephew's name on the front right. in his picture those make to me they make good like workout shirts or painting project mm. shirts no those are going in the trash here well that's what i keep them for that's what yeah. i'm saying for the because i'm not growing anymore but the kids who that was a small they now wear a medium like that's not our kids have grown like weeds in the last few months. Yeah, especially the boys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really big. <laughs> They're getting yep. really, really big, and so it's hard to like. I just um, got rid of the shirt that I gave him last Christmas, which mm-hmm. you know, right at a year. But I mean, it's like laughably. Like I don't think it even fits the younger son. Like I gave it to the older son. Yeah, and I don't think it even fits. It's too small for the younger son. They've both outgrown that shirt that I got him last year in one year. Yeah. I mean, a year is a long time, but it still. Well, especially at that age. I mean, they they are growing so quickly that there's just no keeping up with them. Well, and they put it in their drawers like, I mean, I was going through their drawers today and there was stuff that was dirty. Like, I held it up because I was just going to yeah. turn it right side out and refold it. Right. It's like, there's like crusty, like. If it's inside out, that means they probably wore it and stuck it back in their drawer. I thought maybe they tried it on and stuck it back in the drawer. Uh, it's like, that's true. No, they didn't. They wore it like somewhere where they got like donut frosting on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's been sitting in their drawer for I don't even know how long it's been sitting yeah. in there. Because they put away their own laundry. They, right. for the most part, fold their own laundry. And so, who knows? Anyway, I've I've nipped it in the bud. I have cleaned out all their drawers, cleaned out the closets, and it, in the meantime, y'all were washing and folding yeah, laundry. Probably, I mean, we're not even done. I think I've done six loads of laundry already. And well, I know there's still one that needs, there's one in the dryer, one in the washer, and one that still needs to go in the washer. Well, I am actively, as you guys are folding, I'm still going through all of it before it comes upstairs. It's not right. going in their room, in their drawer, or in their closet until it passes through me, which yeah. I still... I still need to like go through and again add and amend and add things because I think that they do need more clothes. I really ultimately want to do a capsule wardrobe for them, which is you have two church shirts like 
and two pairs of pants and two pairs of jeans. And like you just mm-hmm. go through and like give them where they can mix and match a bunch of stuff. Right. But that's all they're wearing anyway. All they're wearing is like a total of 10 or 12 pieces of clothing. Yeah. And the rest of it is just all balled up and goes unused. Right. And it's exhausting and it's overwhelming and it's just clutter in my life and in my head. So yeah, I'm trying to thin out. <laughs> Toys are next. Playroom is next. So anyway, well, all that stuff's about to get reloaded here in the next two weeks, anyway. So what? Just the clothes and the toys and other stuff they'll get. Yeah. For Christmas. My goals are to be a lot more purposeful with like paying attention to that kind of stuff. I'm not a big New Year's goal, New Year's resolution person, mm-hmm. but paying more attention to that and to like our kids school and that type stuff is on my priority list for 2023. Have you thought about your priority list or things that you want to? I have not. I don't. Everything's a okay. Well, I just don't do it by dates, I guess. Like, yeah, I find something and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start doing that now. Agreed. Yeah. I shouldn't say for 2023. I would say starting in the last month (laughs) or so. Just deciding. And this is just a really hard time of year because, like, I would like to lose some weight and exercise more, but it's cold outside, so I don't want to go outside to and exercise. And we're all eating like and crazy. I'm eating 9,000 calories a day, so <laughs> it's bad on both sides. <laughs> but that's why people make New Year's resolutions, because we all feel like that yeah. this time of the year. And you get to January, and you're like, oh, yes, I feel like junk for eating like right. that and not exercising and you're ready to get started on something yeah, new. So it's true. while the date is a new year, it's also because the holidays are right there and it's yeah, just they're so all much. Coming, they've come to an end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right, you guys, that's our conversation today. We got one more before the end of the year. Is that right? That's correct. And then we'll be, have, when's our official anniversary? Didn't we start this in December as well? Yeah, we, we're past it. We are? Yeah. We started originally, like the early in December, we started recording episodes at this point, two years ago, and um, we did like released five all in like the towards the end of December. Mm-hmm. So probably sometime. I mean, it might be around this time. Actually, now that I think about it, it was around this time that we released five episodes to start. Yeah, this I'm whole wondering thing. what our actual episode of starting this thing was. I'll have to look it up. We probably already passed it. Truthfully. Okay. Well, happy two year anniversary to the podcast. Yep. Happy 16th anniversary to us. 16 years. We didn't talk about your your birthday gift. Hold the horses. There's people who've already turned off the podcast by now because I said that's our conversation. I thought we did talk about it in our last one. Sir, we talked about, we did not talk about going oh, to. Oh, Wa- Yeah, we did not talk about your birthday oh, birthday. I, we did talk about our birthday, my birthday party in the yes, last one. We did yes. not talk about your actual. So his birthday party was the weekend before his birthday. It was on the 10th. Yes. Thomas was born on the 13th. And I was holding his birthday gift until his actual birthday. Bir- it was the best birthday gift of Thank all you. the gifts. Thank you. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, it's the first one I bought you. Before I even started thinking about the birthday party, yeah. probably, okay. or planning it. And um, we presented it to him on the way to Waffle House at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And um, me and the children had all been holding the secret of the custom song for you from Song Finch for like three or four months at that point, And I thought I was going to die. I slept so good that night. Because I finally had it off my chest. Yeah. Um, but essentially, I ordered a custom song for you from a company called Song Finch. I chose an artist. 
you know, wrote a few things about you, and then he wrote all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And um, the kids found out. Well, I told the kids because once he sent it, I did not have high expectations for what it was going to sound like. Right. And then he sent it to me, and I about died because I loved it so much. And so then I let the kids listen to it because I couldn't contain it. And then they, they immediately said, "Why did you? Why, <laughs> why did, did you show this why to did us? You burden us with this? Yes, they felt secret. They all felt burdened. They never yeah. wanted to hear the song ever again. They were mad any time I brought it up or talked about it. Yeah. And they kept saying, "Why did you tell us? You should never have told us." They said that repeatedly to me over the yeah. few months. And um, there was lots of times when you'd be in the house because it's a very catchy. Yeah, it song. Is very it's a pop song, very catchy, and so we'd be singing it, and you'd be walking in or out of the house, and we'd have to change the song we were singing to <laughs> pretend like we weren't singing that song. And so there's a lot of like behind the scenes build up to it, and finally your birthday came, and I planned to record it because on Songfinch, that's how I even found the that brand was they will play people like reveal videos of them listening to the songs. Yeah. And it's always so nice when someone's like, "Oh my gosh, this is about me. This is so wonderful." Well, Thomas Aaronsburg did not have that reaction. Because I was very confused by all of it. And then there were things that were oddly specific to my life. And I was like, this sounds like me. Where did you find this song? It's about this guy from Hawaii that has a mobile that likes Notre Dame football. Come on. By that point, you knew it was about you, right? Uh, After that first verse, I was like, this is weird. Like, Oh, was that your reaction? I, yeah. I never really got that out of it. I didn't understand that. I was like, what song? Like, where did she find this song that this guy's got the same life that I have? <laughs> and then when they said, like, the names of the kids, and I was like, oh, okay. This is a custom song. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but at that point, I'm like, now I'm listening really carefully, like, what's going to come next? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? What else is in here about me? Yeah. Anyway. So, do you want to play it? For, um, do you want to put it, not right now, but, like, put insert it in to the podcast yeah, right here? I'll insert it. I don't know if I can insert two files, but if I if I can't, I will insert it as a separate file ap- after our episode. Alrighty. One. This is episode one ten, so it'll be right after that, so y'all can listen to it. <laughs> anyway, he loves it. It may be just because it's his song, but if I definitely recommend Song Finch if um if you're looking for a really special gift. I did I tell you that I let my mom listen to it. Um. Probably like two months before I gave it to you, and she loved it. She couldn't believe oh. it. And my mom is not super complimentary yeah. about nothing. She's not. So she's not easily impressed. No, I don't know where I get that from, but <laughs> <laughs> runs in the family. It does run genetic. The, well, I don't know if it's genetic. I think it's probably a little bit of nurture, not all nature on that. It's a lot of bit of nurture. <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's been a very eventful few weeks. I mean, seriously, I'll be very happy to have my two weeks of downtime, yeah. I think, in the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Starts this week for me, so. I know. We're going to do a couple more projects. Chill. We're not, chill, please. We're going to be doing projects. Relatively speaking, chill. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll see you for at least one more episode this season. And I hope you guys enjoy the song. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.